You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into episode number 85 on this Friday, December 23rd, right as we're about to approach uh, Christmas Day. Well, Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. I'm back here as always now uh, with JD. He's filled in quite nicely here. So how are you doing tonight, man? Good, man. I appreciate the compliment. Uh, I'd be a lot better if we didn't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely excited for that, but I'd be a lot better if we didn't have to start with some of the most somber news in the NFL world, um, which just me mentioning that everybody knows where I'm going, but we do have to mention that obviously the great Franco Harris uh, passing away at the age of 72. Um, there's just so many things that could be said. We know him obviously as the man from the Immaculate Reception. Uh, we weren't able to to see that play obviously in person. We're a bit too young, but just being able to go back and, and just watch those plays, it was ranked the number one play in NFL history when they were doing their 100 tops and, and stuff like that. Just an absolutely insane play. I know it was controversial. Raiders fans called it the immaculate deception. Like, did it really <laughs> hit, you know, the ground or did it hit, you know, the other guy? Um, the man was just not only a great player, and, and I'll get to some of his stats later, but just just a phenomenal human being, um, just a great, a great individual in the community. You actually met him, didn't you, Aaron? I did. I met him. I met him twice, actually, of, of all weird, you know, weird how life plays out. But um, I went. To yeah. What Joe, was that like, man? That's epic. Yeah. Uh, so I went to a Joe Paterno dinner uh, alongside my dad, who's a huge Joe Paterno fan and and, uh, you know, huge Penn State fan. We we met him there. Didn't, didn't know he was going to be there. Met him there. And then we were at a Penn State game and we were, we were just walking under the tunnel and, and we just walked basically right into him. Um, both occasions, man, like it's so it's so eerie to hear how people talk about him because it's it's exactly how he came off to me like you would never think the guy uh like played in the nfl based on like the way he acted i mean no just just like an average guy like he's just just another guy he, he would talk to you just like he you know he's known you for years um he would tell you you know he told us you know he missed you know he even said like i missed lacing him up and and things like that like he he's just uh a very respectable, uh, soft-spoken guy, as big as he is, and he's he's like in person, he he's massive, he's he's larger than life, but he he's just such a such a soft-spoken guy, and so like such a gentle and and, and nice human being, and it's just sad that 
I mean, I, I think the worst news about this was just knowing that he was going to have his number retired in Pittsburgh this weekend. And, and he didn't get to see yeah. that. like that. That's, that just yeah, hurts, absolutely. man. Like he's as good of a person. It was, it, it's like, man, that, why did it have to go down that way? But obviously he, he knew it was, um, he knew he was going to get his number retired. So, I mean, he can rest. The he was surprised. Yeah. And he was surprised too. Like he was surprised and honored that they had mentioned that he was going to have his number retired. And that just like shows to, you know, his humility and him being so down to earth. And I know that the, the um, Steelers are going to be wearing a commemorative patch, you know, this, this Saturday. And it's definitely going to be a very, very somber moment. Um, I'm looking forward to to tuning in just to see how they honor him. I know the NFL does a good job of honoring their, you know, fallen heroes, fallen players from the past and coaches. So I definitely know with Steelers with their rich history, they're going to, they're going to do it, you know, justice the best, the best that they can, you know, um, just like, there were, there were so many quotes from former players, coaches, you know, like state senators, and just one of my favorite, you know, I, I could go on and on and on, but I'll just share a few. One of my favorites was from Terry Bradshaw in Good Morning Football. He said, I had so much fun messing with him on his blocking and catching. He was a great teammate. He was a vocal guy on the sidelines. He was such a good man, always smiling, a humble giant. And that, like, matches up exactly to what you were saying, right? 100%, man. Like, like I said, it, he's – it seemed like he just cared about others so much and not to say that's rare in the NFL world. Like there's plenty of guys that I'm sure have, have great character, but when, when there's a guy to, you know, of this magnitude, a uh, NFL hall of famer like himself. And it, it's just like, um, yeah, it, it's, it's one of the best, one of the best guys to ever do it as far as just a, just a quality human being, you know, it's just, it's very, very unfortunate that, you know, I mean, he passed away in his sleep, which, you know, that's a blessing, but um, I just would have loved to see that, you know, like, like I would love to have seen that, that he got his re- number retired and he was obviously there. And, and that's just, that rips your heart out a little bit. You know, even if you're not a Steelers fan, it's like, you know, the guy, the guy earned it, the guy deserved it. And, and, you know, that unfortunately was taken away from him, but um, yeah, yeah a, long, a long life, a long life regardless. And, and he accomplished so much. Yeah, absolutely. People remember him for the immaculate reception, but they don't realize him for like the stud that he was. I mean, over 12,000 rushing yards, 1990 Hall of Fame inductee. He won four Super Bowls, his 354 rush yards in the Super Bowls uh, that he played in is still an NFL record. Super Bowl nine MVP, 1972 Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, 1976 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year, which is we know is honored to to the individual who does the most in their society, which is incredible. He made nine straight Pro Bowls. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like he was a stud. It wasn't just the immaculate reception, and it's been it's been neat to to watch just highlights from him. But I wish it was under different circumstances. That's for sure. And also, yeah. real quick, he was the first. He was the uh, scored the first TD in Steelers playoff history, and we wow. know that and. Uh, they went on to win those four Super Bowls in the seventies. And, you know, so he really got it started when it, you know, when it comes down to it, he was the man that, that jump started the Steelers dynasty with, with that play. And, and just, like I said, a stud um, throughout his career. So just the fact that he was so down to earth, like you're saying, is it, just super awesome because the guy with that kind of pedigree could be walking around, you know, chest out and, and act like he's, you know, the best in the world. And, and just the fact he was so humble is just really, really neat. Definitely inspiring for sure. And um, well, I think a really cool thing is the Pittsburgh international airport. Uh, they moved his statue up to the main hall. So that there were more, you know, there was more room for fans to take photos and leave memorials. So yeah, just a, a way for Pittsburgh to honor him. 
you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. rambling on and on here, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it, it's one of those people, man. Like it, it's, you know, we've lost uh, one of the greatest. I mean, obviously, obviously a great player, but when it, it goes more than that, when he's, you know, talking about the off the field accomplishments and things he's done for the community, it, it's, it's, you know, you, you can't say enough about somebody like that. It's such, such a shame that, you know, life is temporary, man. Like no matter not to get deep and it's not a f- philosophy type of podcast, but it, it's, it's life is short and, you know, 72 years is, is, you know, a full life, but at the same time, I'm sure for most people that, that spent time around him, it, it flew by and, and he made the world a better place. And, and for us living in Pennsylvania, like the impact, I mean, he, he came to the defense of Joe Paterno when, when Joe Paterno was under uh, so much fire for the whole Jerry Sandusky uh, situation. And obviously, and, and Joe Paterno losing his job, Franco Harris was front and center and saying that, you know, Joe, uh, made Penn State what what Penn State is, and like he he just always had had the people in his life's back. It seemed like, and it like I said, man, that what what you know, I'm not I don't want to you know beat a dead horse, but just saying that <laughs> like him not being able to 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 get his number retired, I almost I, I don't want to go there right now. It, but it's like I wish the Steelers would have done this sooner, at least to getting the number retired. Um, yeah, it the should immaculate have been that reception. way before then. Yeah, yeah right. The, like, 50 the years of the Immaculate Reception. It only took them that long, you know. Right, 1990 right. Hall sense. of Fame inductee. It's 30-plus years ago. Exactly. You know, and again, like, you don't expect you don't expect a, a tragedy like this to happen. But, yeah, I agree. It would have been nicer if they would have done it beforehand. But Yeah, I mean, dude, he was um, he was one of the, the focal points of that dy- – that, that Steelers in the 70s, like if you haven't – if, you know, any of our listeners haven't watched videos and stuff, like they were – they were absolutely dominant on – you know, offense, defense and everything and, and just winning those, all those rings and like so many guys on a team that made the Hall of Fame, like just a legendary time for that franchise. And, and that really made them one of the, the top franchises in the league. And, and it's just like, he was, he was right in the middle of that. Like he was right. He was a big part of that as well. So can't be forgotten. He'll yeah, never absolutely. be forgotten, man. Like legends never die. So. Yeah, exactly. I, you quoted the Sandlot there, and I'm sure the Sandlot quoted somebody else. So, <laughs> just for a little little light note there, but um, just a few more, you know, partial quotes. I'll read. Just Tony Dungy said, you know, one of the kindest, gentlest men I've ever known. Great person, great teammate, Hall of Fame player, but so much more than that, a tremendous role model for me. You know, the bus. You know, Jerome Bettis talked about him being a brother, a mentor, just the real definition of greatness. Um, Mike Tomlin you know, said some, some, you know, really good things about him and the community, how he's an amazing representation of the organization and the community. And um, actually, I don't know if you knew this, but Franco Harris did not want to be drafted by the Steelers. I did not know that. Did I did you, not know that. Yeah. Yeah. In 1972, when he got the phone, and this is a direct quote from him uh, reported by Mike DeFabo. And I, I saw it somewhere else as well. Franco Harris said recently in 1972, and I got that phone call to say, congratulations, you're drafted by the Steelers. I said, no, 50 later, I'm lucky I did not have the choice. Things beyond my control brought me to Pittsburgh, and 50 years later, it's been a dream. So wow. that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Wonder, wonder where he wanted <laughs> and, to go. You know what I mean? I wonder where he uh, where he wanted to go. That's that's really interesting. I never never heard that. Yeah, I never heard that either, but I think that's, you know, best the best way to wrap this up on a light note. You know, he will always live on in football fans' memory, not, not just Steelers' memory. So uh, Steeler Nation, we mourn with you. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to his entire family and um, I'm really looking forward like I said to see how they honor him during the game right, oh, right before <clears> the me, dur- no sorry I don't mean to to cut you off no, right you're before good. the holiday man like right uh right before like I feel like 
whenever you lose somebody right before the holiday, like, I mean, this was so fresh too. still like this. I mean, it only happened a few days ago now at this point. And it's like right before Christmas, man, that that's, it's just like, he didn't, you know, from, from everything I read, it wasn't like he just died in his sleep and, and that was it. But um, just the timing of it, man, the timing is so it's just almost unfair, but it is what it is. You know, you can't question that. It's just, um, yeah, it's right, right before Christmas and, and right before the hall of, or right before the, his number being retired there. It's, it just sucks in, in that respect. I'll say that. Yeah, definitely. And unfortunately, um, another, uh, now not someone who had the same impact on the game, but another NFL player also passing away due to kidney cancer Broncos, former running back Ronnie Hillman passed away at 31 after a battle with, with kidney cancer. Um, he, you know, not one of the most well-known running backs in the league, but he was uh, the main back for that team. Uh, that Peyton Manning uh, led the Broncos to that Super Bowl in his Cinderella season. So I had the guy on my fantasy team at that point in time. He actually got me a lot of points. But, um, <laughs> you know, just 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 really, really sad again. I mean, guy being only 31, that's just horrible. So thoughts and prayers, you know, also go out to his family and to the Broncos as, you know, he was he was a well-liked player on their team. Definitely added a lot to to the Broncos for a few years. Yeah, so, man. I mean, just in the last couple but, of weeks, it's it's been Mike Leach, Ronnie Hillman, and that, and Franco. Aaron. Like, you know, what I mean, it just sucks. It's like it's just happening fast. You know, it it comes in waves sometimes when 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 you know athletes, um, anybody, just but but professionals pass away and and actors and whatever. Sometimes it, it just feels like one stone falls and then um, you know more people pass away. It's just it's a weird thing. It is. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So hopefully uh, we won't lose anybody else this year and uh, next year we'll start out with some joy. So um, as, as hard as it is, let's, let's move past um, this to, to the rest of the show, um, <laughs> which is going to be a, a bit tough here. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit, you know, struggling not to choke up myself, just thinking, thinking about it, but um, especially growing up with football and hearing stories about, about him. But anyway, uh, put my big boy pants on and keep moving. Um, <laughs> we'll go to the, go to the game uh, last night. Um, the Jaguars over the Jets, 19 to three. What a laughing stock, dude. What a laughing stock. <laughs> they got their three points after the Jets forced a fumble on Trevor Lawrence and then kicked a field goal. Mike Wilson. Mike Wilson. I can't even remember the dude's name because he's that irrelevant to me. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Brock. Sorry, fired. Brock Purdy. Sorry, Brock Purdy. Uh, Zach shots Wilson getting re- getting replaced by Mike. I don't even know. The, the guy signed off the practice squad, uh, you know, in the third quarter who actually looks pretty solid. Was it, you know, I'm almost sorry. led him to some points. Chris, is it Chris uh, Streveler or some something like yeah, that? Yeah, Chris Streveler, you know, yeah, and who cares? He, really? he looked at, yeah, I mean, he looks pretty good, but just the fact that, you know, a guy coming off the practice squad that Robert Sala went to him in the third quarter, Zach Wilson's done, bro. I, I'm, you know, I know that they're trying to say we, they haven't seen the rest of Zach Wilson, blah, 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 but. He looked he looked so lost out there. You look at I you know I was watching Trevor Lawrence just absolutely take command of the offense, leading the Jaguars just bounce back from that early fumble. You know he took him like ninety some yards on a touchdown drive capped by a, a QB sneak over the top, which is always cool to see. He just you know we see Jalen Hurts hike and just use his power to pl- plow through. He's six six all all six six of Trevor Lawrence just jumps over the top. You know puts the ball forward so. 
just the difference between the number one pick and the number two pick. And it's not like Robert Sala is a bad coach. I just think Zach Wilson's trash as a player. I mean, what are, what are your thoughts there? I, mean, I know that's uh, that's harsh, but I'm being brutal and honest about that. I, just, I think he's trash as a player. I, I mean, can respect. I, I, I can respect hey, the fact he took. <laughs> I, I give you. I give you the cut utmost me off, respect. Cut me off. No, no, no. I give you the utmost respect, man. Like, um, you know, for you to call somebody trash. I mean, I I don't think JD calls a lot of people trash. That's that's not something we hear a lot on the show. So. Um, no, yeah. no, I like to trash talk, but I don't like to call someone trash, you know, and I'm not saying he's trash as a person, but as a player, he's trash. Like I said, he's irrelevant. He should be gone. Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy, respect to you. You look better than this, man. Aaron, I think you could go out there and throw a cleaner football than Zach Wilson. Uh, let's not get You're a baseball player, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not get carried away. Anyway, the... <laughs> anyway, anyway. I mean, All right, I'll chill, be... I'll chill out on that, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're being brutal or honest on that take, but hey, I appreciate the compliment. I'll take that and take it to the bank. But yeah, no, that might that might be uh, might be <laughs> exaggerating just a little bit. But you know, the poor guy out there, he just he looks so lost. Just passes being you know sailing over, you know, not stepping up in the pocket, you know, getting on the move. And I mean, he made a few passes, but it just he looked just so lost out there. And, uh, as a person, I kind of feel bad for him because of the expectations. I mean, they were booing him in in new york well i guess it's technically in jersey but the jets fans <laughs> were booing him like the as soon as he made like the first mistake or second mistake it's like the guy you know he's made himself public enemy number one there so jets fans can't wait and uh personally i can't wait to see mike white on the field um for the jets but you know he, he tried to get on on the field for this game 10 doctors wouldn't clear him. Uh, <laughs> so, someone made a joke that, you know, he saw everybody but Dr. J and Dr. Phil trying to get cleared. So I thought that was that was pretty pretty corny, right. but I like my corny jokes. <laughs> hey, hey, as long as you didn't see Dr. Fauci, that's the last guy you want to see. But anyways, that's a political conversation. We don't, we don't oh, need to, snap. We don't oh, need snap. to go there. Oh, on the, uh, oh, this is brutally honest sports, <laughs> not, not brutally honest politics. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, Zach Wilson, I mean, dude – I. I, I definitely hear what, everything you're saying, um, but like like you said, he made himself. I, I think if he wouldn't have made those comments, he would be like, yeah, you would be underwhelmed. Yeah, you'd be like, oh man, this guy is just doesn't seem to be the guy. But he really put a a target on his on his back with those comments about how you know the, he basically was averaging like feet uh, per play. It wasn't even averaging a yard <laughs> per play. And then he said, it was you know, pretty abysmal. Dude, I mean, they ask him like, "Hey, Zach, um, you know, do you do you think did you let your defense down? Yeah, did you let the defense? Yeah, did, he says no. After giving up three points, yeah, he's like, no, absolutely not. No, it's like, absolutely dude. not. All right. And last week he said he needed to play better after they lost. It's like it's a little too late, bro. But and he, as I said last, you know, in the last podcast when we talked about him, it was you know, oh, like he he had a you know a game a bounce back game three hundred you know plus yards, and I was like, yo, it's 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 the Detroit Lions. Here we go. Jacksonville's red hot, and he. He looked like a deer in the headlights. So Dude, and, I'll stop and, hating on the guy. You know, <laughs> and you, you know what's funny too is is I was listening. I mean, shout out to Michael K. Show if they ever hear our show, then we're doing good things. But um, you know, pretty much the biggest sports show in in New York. Uh, and I listened to their pregame on this game, and they all three picked the Jets, and and they all three thought this would be an easy an easy victory uh, with the weather being as bad as it was. You know, Jets defense is. is upper echelon of the league this that and the third but i i didn't have much confidence in them coming in i mean i thought the jaguars would struggle offensively um uh, just because of that, that good jets defense but i mean 
You look at the stat sheet. Trevor like, Lawrence is a stud. Dude, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence has, has arrived. Stud, he, he's no longer yes, um, he's no longer on the I way. Like, last the guy week. has arrived. Yep, I said it last week, and after watching this game, I completely um, back that statement up, and I will continue to do so. But unfortunately for the Je- uh, the Jaguars in that loss, defense alignment, Dwayne Smoot, um, they believe he has a torn Achilles. Um, MRI is pending, but losing him would obviously be a big – big uh loss for the Jaguars defense as he's a stalwart in the middle there so yeah moving forward every game's a you know the Jets losing that game gave Cincinnati the Bengals clinched the playoff berth um and we know the Jaguars have a chance to you know they control their own destiny this week uh this last week they'll um, excuse me I can't talk tripping over my words bro you're, you're uh, not, you're not tripping as Oh, I was gonna call say, me you're, Daniel Jones. <laughs> you're tripping as bad as Zach Wilson. I mean, a guy looks like he might be tripping on some illegal substance the way he throws the ball. But, but yeah, well, I don't know about all that. But anyway, <laughs> we know the Jag- we know the Jaguars in Week 18. You know they control their own destiny. They beat the Titans. You know they win the division there. So should be a fun one. I would not, as an AFC team, I would not want to play the Jaguars. I'd be looking at them going if they get in, they're hot, bro. They are a hot team. Um, Dougie so P, coming dude, on to Jacksonville. Dougie P, yeah. that's all you need to know. I mean, he, he it doesn't matter like um what the roster is. Like if that guy's your coach, I I they are gonna play their ass off for you. And you're seeing that in Jacksonville. Like same thing in Philly down the stretch. How many seasons, you know, we looked rocky, this, that, and the third. But come December, dude, if Doug Peterson is your coach, I mean it, it's usually your good you're, things can happen. You're rolling, yeah. And and dude, if you're on the on the flip side, like I, I thought this Jets collapse was coming. I, I didn't think they could withstand an entire season the way they started. But I mean, dude, where do you go from here? Absolutely. I mean, like, like if you're going into next season, I, I don't know if Mike is Mike White your definite guy or are you going like through the draft? Are you trying to bring in like a Derek Carr? Are you trying to like I I don't know. I'm just saying there's a million different options you could go. I take Mike White. He already has all the respect of the other players. They believe in him. He runs the offense well. The fans back him up. He's just a true leader. I mean, just like I said, just the fact he saw 10 doctors trying to get in to play and, and none of them would clear him for contact. You know, he wants to be out there. He wants to be leading his team. He takes full responsibility. Uh, the Jets are a good quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. They really are. They're they really there, are. Yeah. I think Mike 100%. White, I think Mike, Mike White could definitely turn in into that. Maybe he turns more into like a Mark Sanchez uh, type player, but even oh. Mark San, you know, Mark Sanchez, he led him there. You know what I mean? Like he was a good, he was a good game manager. You know, the butt fumble obviously is the only <laughs> thing we remember Sanchez for. But I mean, two straight Rex Ryan, you know, leading that Jets team two straight, you know, AFC Championship games. So, dude, imagine. Uh, the- yeah, I, yeah. No, go ahead. No, imagine the Jets with like an elite quarterback, dude. Because like this is the second time in our in our lifetime alone. Tom Brady coming to the Jets. That's <laughs> That's been thrown around, dude. That's been oh my god! I I f New England, f Belichick. I'm going to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, he says. Be, he said, "Bill Belichick, shit, hold bro. my beer, <laughs> hold my beer, you old bastard." Yeah, bro, that would be that would be some shit, bro. That would be funny. <laughs> oh man, um, no, I mean, just with those receivers there, Garrett Garrett Wilson with uh, you know, bad quarterback play. You know, it's probably going to win offensive rookie of the year. You know, Brees saw before he got injured. Great running back. Their defense is is loaded with young talent. You know, moving forward, I think the Jets are in pretty decent shape if they can get that quarterback situation figured out. Which easier said than done, unfortunately. For, for but, them, especially. Yeah, we'll man, see. 
Yeah, right, right. It was Joe Namath was background, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you look at but, not not to be disrespectful of Joe Namath, but even if you look at his stats, like not the best, honestly, not. No, like, no, no. He had overrated. He had stats, I would say. But he, he he got it done though. He yeah. got the Super Bowl. He got it done, and that's all that matters it. at the end of the day. If you get a Super Bowl, you did your job. So, just add insult to injury. The Jets assistant coach Miles Austin, former wide receiver, caught betting. Um, not on the NFL, but he was caught betting, which is illegal, and uh, he's facing a minimum of one year suspension, which he's going to appeal that. But just just a bad week all around. If you're a, a Jets player, a Jets fan, um, I feel bad for Robert Sala. So we'll see what happens moving forward. Um, speaking of feeling bad, went on a little quick segment here called Pro Bowl Cole. So what this is is the fact we see that the Pro Bowl. Uh, rosters have been revealed and Pro Bowl Cole is just one player that was completely snubbed that we believe uh, each individually Aaron and I will pick a player that we believe should have made the Pro Bowl so I'll go first my Pro Bowl Cole is uh, Tua Tagovailoa which I'm surprised I pronounced that name mostly right um, <laughs> it sucks he's in the AFC and, and it's kind of funny because you know in a way because he led um, the fan voting like far like a huge lead in the fan votes. It wasn't even close, you know, um, but that's only a third of the vote and and the rest of the folks who voted didn't agree. But I still think that was a a huge Pro Bowl snub. Um, I think the Pro Bowl is a joke anymore, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, who do you have, Aaron? Who would you consider your Pro Bowl Cole? Who's who's getting Cole for Christmas and not an invite to the to the game? It's tough, man. Uh, You know, some bias could come in. Uh, I could say James Bradbury. He's up there. he could replace Trey. I thought Diggs. I thought of him. I thought of James Bradbury, and I was wondering. I'm like, I haven't heard much about him. It usually means it's a good thing because he's not getting torched. But, I, you know, I still got to go with Tua. So, is that your pick? Is that your Pro Bowl Cole, or is that your bias Pro Bowl Cole? <laughs> like, is that Philly Cole? Um, based on people I don't like, I could say Jared. I wish Jared Goff would have made it instead of Kirk Cousins. Um, like you can make. I think argument. Jared Goff. Yeah, I think Jared Goff would be a good Pro Bowl Cole pick. Uh, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I mean, Trayvon Diggs, you know, if you get into the advanced numbers and things like that, I'm sure, you know, James Bradbury might be better and and things like that. But I know Trayvon Diggs can play. Not, not, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is is an absolute, um, you know, shit stainer or shit, shit show. But, um, I will, (laughs) I will say Jared Goff, uh, it's, it's just had a great year, man. Like he, that, that Lions team is, is rolling right now. Um, I think you could put pretty much anybody on Minnesota and with Justin Jefferson, you would, you would have a, at least decent statistical year and uh, Jared Goff's 10 points higher in QBR. So if you take that, if you, if you use that as a, as a measurement for success or, or individual statistics, I mean, he's 10 points higher. So uh, I would, yeah, I would love to see Jared Goff in there instead of, instead of stupid uh, thug cousins or whatever he calls himself these days. <laughs> Is Jared Goff the future of Detroit? That's what they're going to have to figure out in the offseason. I mean, I want to see them make the playoffs. They're my dark horse team for the playoffs, so it's looking more and more like they're going to rumble their way in. And uh, watch out, just like the Jags in the AFC, if anyone has to play, you know, the Detroit Lions in in the NFC, like, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem. So we got some some, uh, good good football coming up here as the playoffs get closer and closer. So – for that Pro Bowl, Eagles leading the league with eight Pro Bowlers, and then they have seven alternates. But in all reality, you know, cool, it's nice. You, but it, the Pro Bowl is a joke, in my opinion. 
I mean, it's such a joke. They replaced it with a skills challenge and a, <laughs> a game ending in flag football. Like, what are we, 12, 15? I understand they want to protect the players, but like, I don't know, man. What do you, what do you think about that? You know, at this point, like it should just be one game. That's a, that's a flag football game or so. I, I don't know. <laughs> nobody, nobody hits each other anymore. Like, it's just, um, if you go back and watch, man, like back in the day, people used to get absolutely decked at the pro bowl, which I mean, I'm not for that either. Like there's gotta be a happy medium, but it's hard yeah. to play. It's hard to play a hard physical sport, uh, at like 50% effort and like make it look good. It's almost like WWE type stuff when, when they're out there. Um, we'll so probably yeah, it, see, uh, we'll probably get a, we'll, we'll probably get a quote from, uh, Terrell Owens saying that he should have made the pro bowl if they're playing flag football. I'm sure. I'm sure he um, he would want to be in that. <laughs> let him let him at this point let him in whatever. I mean, it, 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 like you said, it's a joke. It's it's the worst of all the like the NBA. I think the NBA might have the best one, or or the NHL. The NHL is a pretty cool All Star weekend too, but the but the NFL definitely is the worst in my opinion by far uh, of all the. Like, yeah, the, we'll see. All those. We'll see how this skill. We'll see how the skill challenge goes. I kind of feel like they're almost trying to emulate the NBA with you know all-star weekend there so we shall see we shall see speaking of something that's never boring um rob gronkowski apparently a month ago was in contact with the buccaneers about a potential return obviously the bucks aren't going anywhere this year but it's being reported that that a 2023 return has not been ruled out for Gronk. Maybe one final uh, uh, love boat with with Tom Brady somewhere. <laughs> is there a, is there even anything you want to say about that? I mean, are, Dude, are you just going to shake your head and not not touch that one? <laughs> can they just? I, I'm getting to the point where it's like I don't. Can they just send them both to an island and they play in a football league that we don't watch or something? Like they can, they can keep playing football. They can keep doing what they want to do and have fun and everything. But can you just like go please? play flag? Go play with all the rules they've made to protect Brady. They can go play flag football with T.O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, oh, dude, man. please like go to the XFL. Like do just get out, please. If he comes, like I love Gronk as a person. He's hilarious. He's very uh just loose. He's talented, and, yeah. yeah. He's, he's funny. A funny guy. Like I'm sure he would be the, the type of guy to, to get a beer with or whatever, whatever. But dude, like please if he would come back, I wish he would go. He, he did mention before that he would like to play like he likes Joe Burrow. So if he went and played in Cincinnati okay. with Joe Burrow, I'd be more than okay with that. Um I think Absolutely. that'd be actually Heck yeah, awesome, go. awesome for the league. Yeah, dude, like, go, like go help all, uh help a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl. Like, let's go. Yeah. Dude, cool. all that personality cool that. too. All that personality with, with Jamar Chase and Burrow and, and Gronk. Uh, like, that would just be – that would be sick to see that. I would, I would like – but if he comes back and plays with Brady and, like, I don't care where they play. It's just like, dude, please, like, just let's – Just, just freaking retire. <laughs> I'm, I'm counting down the days until Brady retires, man. I will I will pop a champagne. I will open a celebratory <laughs> beer that day. And like for him, for, for Gronk to come back, it's like, dude, this just let it die, man. What can you please? I'm begging you. I'm oh, begging man. both of them at this point. Yeah, no, I got you, man. I got you. Well, a highly anticipated return, one that is going to make a big splash this year. Um, big news coming out of Washington. Chase Young is expected to make his season debut 
And it could not come at a better time for the commanders as they're stacked up against the 10 and 4 49ers. But we got to remember, Brock Purdy is still a rookie. You think the return of Chase Young? I mean, that's that's a crucial game. The commanders, you know, they're they're kind of control their own destiny in a way with their playoff. Um, well, I shouldn't say they control their own destiny, but they definitely need to win right now. I mean, you got the seven and seven uh, Lions breathing down their neck and seven and seven Seahawks, obviously, as well. So I wouldn't say they control their own destiny per se, but they're in a position they cannot lose this game. So you think uh, Chase Young gets to Purdy? Gets in his head a little bit, makes things a little messy. I mean, dude, Chase Young. We we've seen a good bit of Chase Young against against the Eagles. Like that guy can wreck havoc. He he is when he's on. He's he's one of those guys. Just you know, he's hard to block. You have to put two guys on him a lot of the time. Like that could create problems. Uh, I hope it does, honestly, because 49ers is rolling. They need to come to a at least get knocked off their high horse a little bit here, but. Uh, it could, man. Like it's one of those things, though. Like he's coming off a what an ACL tear, I want to say. Yeah, I believe I believe it's a an ACL. It was a bad, obviously a lengthy injury. Regardless, like, he was right. out for for yeah. all this year. So uh, we'll see, man. If it's if it's sixty percent of Chase Young, will it make a big difference? Who knows? But if it's if it's ninety to to one hundred percent of what Chase Young was, like, I mean, look out! Like that guy can that 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 commander's. Uh, you know, defensive line alone is pretty good the way it is. And then you insert him in there. Like that's, that's a scary, uh, scary thing to go up against, but I know the 49ers have a, have a very good offensive line as well. So hopefully uh, the commanders can make some, something happen against, against them this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even without Chase Young, Washington is ninth in the league with points allowed per game. So you throw him back in the mix, San Fran and six and a half point favorites, um, at the time of this recording, but I think that could be a very close game. I, I really hope it is. I like, um, even though the commanders are in the, the same division as the Eagles, I, I still would like to see the commanders put up a good fight uh, against the Niners. You know, I, I do like Chase Young. I think he's a, a solid personality, good for the league, and I like voting for the underdogs. You know, like Brian, what was it? I'm sorry. Brian, yeah, Brian Robinson. You know, the man comes back after getting shot. And oh, he's he's going off. He's gonna he's a, be a dude, stud. He, he is tremendously fast. I was watching that Giants uh, command. I don't know. I almost forgot their name already. We just talking about him ten times here. But, <laughs> uh, dude, he him when he gets like a hole, he is just that guy can absolutely zip down the field. Like he has wheels. Yeah, the last three games, I mean, 105 yards, 96 yards, and then 89 yards for a 7.4 yard average against the Giants. Why did they only run him 12 times when he's running so, like that? But yeah, they they just overcome so much adversity as a team. You know, Tyler Heineke's a scrappy guy. Um, so yeah, I think that game that could be a very close one. I would not at all be surprised if the Commanders pull the upset, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if if San Fran keeps rolling because it is at home and they do have a lot of momentum. So. Definitely, definitely should be a good one. A good one there, man. I'll I'll ask you one one quick question. Are the commanders ever gonna have like an actual logo or is it just like is it the W and that's like I, I just that's a legit I'm curious. I don't know if you know, but <laughs> Uh, they put they put the W on the helmet because they want to win, so they just stick the W there. It's like, okay, this is the goal, guys. Every time you see the helmet, this is the goal. Yeah. So, <laughs> is it for Wumbo? Are you uh, sure it's not for Wumbo? It might, I, 
Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know, man. I don't know. I, I can't say for certain, but for me, I think I think it's win. You know, they don't have a, a name that everybody knows, so it's like um, one, two, three, win. You know, it's like oh, sure, we'll, we'll throw the W on top of there. Okay, all right. All I still right. think this. Should, I think they should have kept the Washington football team. That that was hilarious, and, and they played pretty well. But uh, oh, Commanders, man. Commanders, it is. So they need a logo. Oh, man. Man. Moving they, in. they need a logo. <laughs> no, it bothers me. It bothers me. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, bit random note. Uh, some people like speculated that Matt Stafford would re- potentially retire in the off season. Per himself on his wife's podcast, he does not plan on retiring. So I know Rams fans, you will not be stuck with Baker Mayfield. It sounds like going into next year. So a little bit of rejoice rejoicing there. Um, <laughs> unfortunately for um the Ravens fans, though. Uh, Tyler Huntley will be starting instead of Lamar. He still has that PCL injury. And they also lost the, their receiver to a foot fracture. Devin, I can't pronounce his last name. I apologize. This is going to be du- DuVernay, I believe. Devin uh, DuVernay. DuVernay. Um, du- yeah, DuVernay. DuVernay, okay. Close yeah, enough. He, he's, supposed, he's supposed to be out for two months. So um, pretty much the season's over unless you see the see – the, um, Ravens going to the Super Bowl, which I sure don't. But Huntley gets to start. This is a must-win game, I would say, for them. They're playing against the um, the Falcons, who st- at five and nine are statistically still alive for the division title. Uh, I, think, I think that that'll be just a probably just a one of the most boring games of the week. If, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, just Desmond Riddler versus Tyler Huntley. That. that just a couple of years ago, we got Matt Ryan versus Lamar Jackson, you know, or Matt Ryan versus Joe Flacco. And now it's like Snoop Huntley versus Desmond Riddler. Like, sorry, Ravens fans. That, that's that's boring. You know, I know your roommate's a Ravens fan. But <laughs> if they lose to the Falcons, bro, ah, you know, who's the better bird, a Raven or a Falcon? <laughs> Dude, uh, it, it's they've had a wild ride just the last couple of years. I mean, injuries alone, that team has just endured – I mean, at major positions, they, they've really had to battle through injuries. So I still think the Ravens pull this one out, um, even with, with – I Hunt. agree. Uh, I just think they're a better football team. All, like, their defense is still, um, you know, respectable by by all accounts. So uh, Atlanta, I, I have no zero trust in that team whatsoever. So, uh, you know, it, it might spell for an upset. Like, it's one of those games where it's like, you know, who knows? Uh, right. But, but, I mean, yeah, Ravens, Ravens have to win, and I think – Nine times out of ten, when the Ravens' backs are against the wall, like they they do come ready to play under under Harbaugh. So I'll look for the same this week. Yeah, absolutely. And um, they did claim Sammy Watkins off waivers. So you know, once upon a time, Sammy had you know a lot of potential. Was a good player. We'll see what he does. Um, Ravens fans, I'm going to ask your take on this. Ravens fans, a lot of them calling for offensive coordinator Greg Roman to be fired they want him done they think the play calling sucks you know even with Huntley in there they think they can do better I mean they did look pretty horrible on offense I mean even just the way that they played with the passes they, they didn't run the ball the way they should have last week it, it was really painful to watch <laughs> is Greg Roman does you know is it does he need to go I know Harbaugh backed him up you know as a good coach will but uh should he go should he stay uh, it's tough man I my uh my roommate definitely is on the on the bandwagon of you know he should he needs to go and and he needs to go now um it, i've watched like you know i mentioned before i watch most of their games alongside the eagles games at the same time so i i pretty much know what's going on with with that team as 
as well as I can. Um, uh, so it, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's such a hard thing, man. Like they run a system in which like they have the RPOs constantly. I mean, a, a little bit like Philly, but they're more out of the shotgun and, and RPO than, than Philly will, will do that. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's the system. I, I think they need legitimate receivers to really uh, say yeah. it's, it's the offensive coordinator's fault or not. Like the the Steelers' offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, he is garbage. He he is he should have been fired week two. <laughs> uh, if you watch them, th- dude, I've watched multiple games where the receivers will run the same. Like they'll run into the same. They'll run into each other almost because like they they have no idea what's going on. So that uh, that offensive coordinator needs to go without question. I think Greg Roman. Greg Roman has his deficiencies, and I think he last week in particular he played not like when we watched that game together, uh, Baltimore and Cleveland. Like he played not to, uh, he played not to lose. He didn't play to win. Like it was a very conservative yeah. approach. And it showed, and it yeah, showed. Yeah, it showed. So it was awful. He has to come out and and have a good rest of the season, or I think he should be should be canned and and start over. Like you know, they're still yeah. they've been in the playoffs a lot, but they're looking to get over that hump and. And he's been there throughout this whole tenure, so so we'll see with with Lamar and everything if if he comes back, and I assume he does. But um, he's definitely on. I would say he's on the hot seat. Yeah, uh, there's no question. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if if you can't beat the Falcons, they're coming in ranked 28th in the league in yards per game, uh, 31st <laughs> against the pass. Uh, you got some issues. You got some major <laughs> issues. Now, Marcus Peters is going to miss the game with a calf injury, which Jeez. will affect their secondary. Obviously, being being a great player, but. When you're 31st with the pass, running with the third third rounder at quarterback, making his second NFL start, you should pick him apart. That rhymed. I'm proud of that. I did not try that, but Let's we'll go. see. I think Greg Roman should go, um, but that that's just my opinion, and I'm gonna have it. I don't care if it's brutal <laughs> or not. So <laughs> we'll uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. I could look like a fool come the end of the season, but Burroughs Bengals, man, Burroughs Bengals playing the Patriots. Patriots in a dire situation after they absolutely blew that game in one of the most hilarious plays of all time last week against the Raiders. Um, this is a huge game. And uh, I did want to mention that the NFL and the NFL Players Association looked into that um, that concussion that was like the what Devontae Parker had. And they did say that they found out they, they did follow concussion proto- protocol. So, I understand Devontae was upset um, after watching the play. I was I was pretty pissed. I don't think they did their jobs correctly, but after review, according to the NFL and the Players Association, you know everything's fine. So hopefully, hopefully he's okay. But I uh, definitely hate to see see injuries like that, especially head injuries. You know, terrible. So uh, Burroughs Bengals going up against Mac Jones and the and the uh, the Patriots in Foxborough. What do you think? Does you know, obviously, we know Belichick has pulled many wins out of his out of his ass over the years. He always <laughs> got his guys ready to play. For, for the most part, his guys are always ready to play. I think their ceiling is very low, though, with Mac Jones at quarterback, and you got the red hot Bengals who came in, who are coming in after pulling off uh, a you know a victory against Belichick's old buddy Brady, who they were down by seventeen and rolled off thirty three straight points in last week's win. I mean, Burrow got them firing in all cylinders. Is this game winnable for the Patriots, or do they get blown out? I think it's winnable. I think it's it's closer than most people think. Uh, playing in New England at this time of year is, I'm not going to say playing in Cincinnati is much better, but uh, playing up there, <laughs> up there, and I mean you call it the frozen tundra 2.0 with Green Bay, obviously, but 
Dude, they, that's brutal to play up in New England this time of year. I think that plays a part in this game. Um, New England has a great defense. Like, it's just the way it is. Belichick, oh, nine times out of ten, will have a great defense. And and there's more, you know, same thing this year. Um, as far as the offense, that's going to be interesting. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna try and pound the ball. They're gonna run the ball. Yeah, yeah they're gonna run the ball. I still I still trust Burrow's uh, Burrow's offense to score more points. I know, I even so. against you know so. even against Belichick's defense, so we'll see. But yeah, I think the Bengals win that game relatively handily. To be okay. honest, I think the the Bengals I think the Bengals are one of the hottest teams in the league right now, and definitely rounding into form as we said before at the perfect time. AFC, watch out! I, I'd love to see Burrow go all the way to the Super Bowl, one hundred percent. So I like the kid. He got uh, fire. He got poise. He got charisma. Hell of a player. Dude, he, I, I'm not arguing at all. I, I I don't know. It just feels like a trap. It feels like the Bears and Eagles game to me. Not that the, the Patriots are as bad as the Bears and, and the Eagles are far better, you know, on the same level as, as the Cincinnati Bengals are, I would say, uh, in that respect. But it, it just feels like a game in which, like, the Bengals could slip up for, you know, two, three quarters and have to pull it out to me. I just – it's hard. I, I know the Patriots are not the, uh, the Patriots of old, but – I just don't. If they were playing in Cincinnati, it would be a different story. But uh, it's hard I mean, to bet against. It's hard to bet against them. I see. I'll see. It, I'll, they'll prove me right. They'll prove me right. <laughs> I hope so, man. Like I, I mean, Joe Burrow got to be. Is he going to be Joe's cool or Joe Shiesty? I mean, what you know, what is it? But uh, <laughs> yeah, touche, touche. Yeah. Well, I hope so. so, man. I hope Cincinnati. Ra- I mean, I hope they win by forty for all for all you know intensive purposes, but. Um, I mean, they yeah. need to, you know, they, they still have a, a shot at, you know, the first season we've talked before. And I mean, the Bills got the Bears and after the Bears played, you know, the Eagles are, I highly doubt. And the other teams they played, you know, recently, we talked about that before. The Bears are no slouch, even though they're losing, they're, they're playing teams close. The Bills should win that game against the Bears. Um, so the Bengals most definitely need to win. if They want to keep their, their number one seed hopes alive. So I think they go in there and, and win that game without much difficulty, but we shall see. I, can't can't count Belichick out. Belichick, <laughs> not intentional. Belichick out apparently, oh, but man, I'm counting him out this game. I'm counting him out this game. <laughs> We're pissing off the New England faithful here on this show. I have no problem with it. Oh man, I'll take all the heat. Oh, oh man, that's okay. yeah, yeah. You can take the heat. Twitter handle brutally honest. Except there's no T. Brutally honest. So if you have any any complaints, go ahead and send us a DM. We'll be happy to uh, <laughs> to laugh at you. If, we can debate um, anybody. No anybody. Way. Yeah, uh, that's no issue whatsoever. So, anyway, um, other games that that have some that relevance: uh, the Chiefs and Seahawks. You know, the Chiefs are trying to keep keep pace with the Bills as well, and the, the Seahawks are fighting for their lives in a playoff game. Now, this game is in Kansas City. Chiefs are heavily favored, but you see what happened last week with the Chiefs and, and the Texans. I think that's a wake up call to the Chiefs and Andy Reid, and I think they go out and absolutely obliterate the Seahawks. But. Um, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes against Geno Smith, you know, Andy Reid versus Pete Carroll. Like to me, to me, that's going to, that's going to end with, with Patrick Mahomes smiling and walking off the field, throwing for probably at least three, three touchdowns. And I'd say, I don't know, 300, 350 yards would say, would say you, Mr. Aaron. I think I'm in the same wheelhouse as you there, man. Like if it, I, I place a lot of value on like teams going on the road. So playing in Arrowhead, um, for the Chiefs there, I think that's a that's a massive advantage. Uh, so you don't have to deal with the stupid 12th man or whatever they want to call it every single time there's a home game. But, uh, yeah, go 
go Chiefs go. I think uh they win <laughs> they win this one pretty handily. Um uh, and they'll 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 chief it up, you know what I mean? They'll chief it up. Hey, no, see what you did there. See what you did there. <laughs> oh, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> love it though. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Staying loose here late late on a Friday night. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, keeping it brutally honest. You know how it is. Brutally honest. So speak speaking hey, speaking of those Texans playing the seven and seven <laughs> Titans. The Titans are running scared. They also are going to be missing Ryan Tannehill. Do the Texans pull the upset? And pretty much put the Jacksonville Jaguars into the playoffs, man. That that game, that game's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I I could definitely see just the fact that Tennessee's only favored by three and a half points. I could most definitely see see the Texans going in there. You know, Davis Mills, whoever whoever else the, the quarterback is. You know, uh, wait, something Kyle Allen. You know, like between the two of those fellas, you know, Jeff Driscoll. You know, who knows who they're gonna, who they're gonna throw in there at quarterback. Um, at least they have three guys that they can, you know, go suit up for quarterback. Um, <laughs> but Tennessee running with Malik Willis, you know, obviously there's going to be a whole lot of Derrick Henry. The last time these two teams met, um, that's what it was. It was just the King going crazy. So I, I think, uh, yeah, I, you know, actually I, I do have for my pickums. I have the Texans upset and the Titans and all oh. the Jags fans go. Yes, please. So that that's my, that's my major upset, which, um, we'll, we'll see how that looks, you know, after Christmas, but I'm taking the Texans over the Titans in that one. This is a tough one, man. Like I, I see all the points you're making. Um, and I see that obviously Malik Willis is a rookie. You never know what you'll get from a rookie quarterback. He could go out there and ball or, or, you know, fall on his face, especially if they can't get that running game going early. I mean, he's going to have to throw the ball if, if Derrick Henry isn't yeah. getting much. Ball or uh, fall, bro. Ball or fall. Ball or, I love that. I, lo- I love that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the, t- uh, now, you know what? I'll take the, the Texans here. I think they've been so close the last two weeks. Watch, they'll come out this week and throw like seven points on the board, but, um, I, I still think <laughs> they're due for uh, an upset though. They're due for, yeah, an upset. They're, they're, they're due for an upset. It's just, can they keep it going? Can they, can they play to the level they have? Who, who knows? They should because Tennessee, uh, is horrible against the pass. So if Davis Mills can just sling that thing a little bit, they should be able to stay in the game. Uh, it's just can they stop the running game, or or is Derrick Henry gonna have a a buck fifty on the ground? We'll see. Uh, or more. I think he had two hundred plus against them last time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they gotta they so. gotta stuck they gotta stack the box, and and I mean, I mean it's Christmas time, man. You would think, uh, the Texans fans need <laughs> something to celebrate. Like, oh my God, one twelve and one. Stack dude, it's brutal. Stack the box. Eat a stack the box. Eat a few more cookies. Put a few more pounds on. Maybe you can tackle Derrick Henry. So we'll see Let's what go. happens. Um, <laughs> a huge game here, Giants and Vikings. I know the Vikings coming out of that insane victory over the Colts. We've already, you know, bashed on the Colts enough. The Giants coming off a you know a questionable you know win or controversial win um, against the Commanders. John, you know, the Vikings are playing at home here. The Vikings need this one. I mean, they're 11 and three. The Niners are 10 and four. Um, the, the Giants do as well. The Giants win this game and, and they're pretty much in the playoffs. Um, I, I could see that game going either way. I could see the Vikings coming in with swag, thinking they're the toughest thing, you know, ever, ever to walk through, you know, walk through the doors. But I could also see, you know, the Giants are scrappy. They don't give up. They, they run hard. And, you know, Saquon Barkley, you know, making the Pro Bowl. And, um, Giants doing things that they really shouldn't have been able to do for a lot of the year, but you know, here they are sitting, 
you know, with their um, their playoff hopes very much alive and, and playing against a team that almost lost to the Colts. Um, that says a lot about the Vikings in the first half there. This could go either way, man. I, I As much as I hate to say it, I, I, because the Eagles already have the division wrapped up pretty much, I'm, I'm going Giants, bro. I want to see the Giants win that game. I like seeing underdogs. You know, the Giants are my least uh, – least hated team in the nfc east because they beat the patriots in two super bowls but um i'd like <laughs> to see the giants go go into minnesota and, and you know wreak some wreak some havoc hey I, I don't i don't hate that pick at all i think this game could go to uh i think this game could I have go the to... giants as the vikings and my pickums i'm already giving my pickums away but uh, yeah the giants and the over the vikings for my pickums man so <laughs> spoilers already man come on but no no uh i mean Hey man, you're the one that said Skull Vikes and hit subscribe. But hey, you know, anyways, uh, I did I did? Yeah, uh, yeah. I had the, to, man. I had to. They won. <laughs> no, um, damn, man, this this is tough. I I I don't really like this matchup. Like on paper, the Vikings should run away with this. Um, the Vikings I, should run away with most games on paper, most though. Games, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say the Vikings get back on track. I think this game could even, like I said, go to overtime. Like that, that's how I just have this feeling that this game's going to be uh, neck and neck. Let's go 11, 11, three and one and eight, five and two. Let's go. I'm about it. I'm about it. Absolutely. I, I say skull, skull Vikes though. Uh, unfortunately, I don't, I hate saying that, but uh, Skull Vikes, <laughs> uh, stupid, stupid Vikings. Right. They, they won't do anything in the playoffs anyway. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quickly, got let's touch on this Lions and Panthers game. Um, the Panthers still statistically alive in that awful division. Panthers at <laughs> seven and seven, somehow only two and a half point favorites. I, I see that as a blowout. I know that the Panthers have played some some teams tough, um, most definitely. You know they had the Vi- uh, that win over the the Seahawks. They trade their best player and start winning games. But I, I see the Vikings just absolutely rolling over over the Panthers and and Jared Goff showing why. He should be in the in the Pro Bowl rather than being Pro Bowl Cole. See, this one smells like an upset to me, man. Like the, <laughs> the Viking or the Vikings, the Lions have been rolling. The the Lions have no reason to lose this game. But as soon as you start having extreme faith in the Lions, it's like Detroit's gonna Detroit. They're, <laughs> Detroit's gonna. Saying? Yeah, shout out to the uh, fan in the van, dude. Cleveland's gonna Cleveland. Detroit's gonna Detroit. I. I I just have a feeling, man. I just think the Panthers win this game somehow. I I hate to say it. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I really do hope okay. I'm wrong. Uh, so that's but... your that's your upset here, boys. We got Aaron saying Panthers over the Lions. Take that pa- that pick to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. But uh, you know, definitely. You hey, know, you're se- you got you're some seven money... and two on the year. <laughs> yeah, but if you got some money to play with, uh, you know, throw a little throw a little money the Panthers' way. You'll you'll get a good return on it. Uh. But yeah, I, I just, I, I just have that feeling, man. It's like Detroit has been so hot. It's like it's gonna, it's not gonna go the whole year like this. And and it, it would be a game like this that they should win handily. Uh, that they, they drop. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, we'll see. We'll I hope see. I'm wrong, but we shall see. I feel like uh, you say that a lot on the show. You know, I hope I'm wrong because <laughs> yeah, dude, you pick I had teams that you don't. You have to pick teams you don't want to win. I had uh, New England over the Raiders, just... and if they wouldn't have done that stupid lateral, I still think they would have won that game. So, um, I hope. <laughs> but I said I hope I was wrong, and I was. So you know, I, I can't. Yeah, you did. Game. You did indeed. You did indeed say that. So <laughs> well played. Well played. Well played. So All good. Um, I mean, obviously that you know that Raiders Steelers game, which 
you know, realistically probably won't have any, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like playoff, I won't playoff have any play. Yeah. I won't have any playoff implications. It won't affect right. the playoffs in any way. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. But, um, you know, I, again, I'll be tuning in there to see what they do for Franco. So, um, we already t- touched on that game. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about that game or? Yeah, steal, take it to the bank. Steelers are not losing that game. I, I just I don't think there's any way they lose that game. Uh, everything all right on the line, and and you know Steelers don't have many like you know Pickett's how many... coming back too. I believe. What's that? I Can believe pick Pickett's it? coming back from. Yeah, he's coming back yeah. from his concussion too. So they'll have their top quarterback. I I think yeah. the Raiders. Yep, the Raiders. Yep. Dude, the Raiders losing that game in, in L.A. Just that really put the nail in the coffin for their season. Um, so it's just. I, I, Pittsburgh has a lot to play for. You know, the Raiders are Absolutely. just in turmoil. As the Raiders are always finding their way into situations that they probably shouldn't uh, on the losing end of things. <laughs> so uh, they'll find another way to lose this game, I think. Yeah, I hope they do, most definitely in honor of, of Franco. So there's Aaron's second pick um, Steelers over the Raiders. So we already gave away two of the three. We'll, we'll wait to the very end to give, give the third pick here. Um, so before there's only one good Christmas day game and we'll, we'll talk about that, that last, um, but we'll, we'll go into the Eagles Cowboys. Obviously a, a lot of things have changed. Um, just like with the first game between the Eagles and the Cowboys, you know, we face Cooper rush. Um, now the Cowboys have to face, you know, Minshew mania, which I'm sure Minshew was cheering for, for Dougie P and Trevor Lawrence down there in Jacksonville last night. And uh, Doug Peterson is probably cheering for the Eagles. Um, you know, tomorrow, but Minshew Mania, we know the wide receivers in, in Philly are are great. You know, Miles Sanders, obviously, you know, an elite back, uh, made the Pro Bowl. Micah Parsons leading that Cowboys defense. Um, I mean, Trayvon Diggs, he, he, you know, makes the Pro Bowl. He has an interception. I think it was like seven games. Uh, this is, you know, this is in Dallas, though. The Eagles have struggled mightily in Dallas. This is not a game that we ultimately need to win to get the number one seed and the Cowboys are going to be playing extremely hungry. Obviously they want a chance, you know, with Jalen Hurts' injury with that, that sprained right shoulder, expect him to, you know, miss two or three weeks. You know, if it was up to Jalen, he'd probably play. <laughs> uh, I think the wise decision is, is to hold him out of this game. Um, Cowboys are favored. Is this a game that, that we go into expecting a victory or is this a game we go into where we're surprised if we win? I hate to say it, man. I, I do think we're at a disadvantage in this one. Uh, just I, I base it on the fact that like they're playing for more than we're playing for. I know that's cliche and that, that probably shouldn't mean anything, but I think in this instance it does. I think Dallas, like losing that first game of the year to the Eagles, um, you know, the Micah Parsons comments, everything else, I think the Eagles have handled it very, very well and I think more maturely than the Cowboys. Uh, I, I just – Playing down there, like you said, they've struggled mightily. Uh, it's it's Minshew's first game of the year. Uh, he does like check the ball down very well, and and I think he makes very good decisions, especially for a backup. Like he could probably start some places in this league uh, still, but I I just think I have uh, a bad Jets. feeling. <laughs> Jets, <laughs> Jets, Wait, <what>? Jets, Panthers, <laughs> Panthers too. Uh, he's better than yeah. Sam Darnold at seven days a week, but uh, dude, I I just have a bad feeling that that we're gonna. It's going to be close. I do think it's going to be close in the end, but I do think we lose a close one here. And I think it could be a great thing, though, because we lose this game, we get Jalen Hurts back, and you know Jalen Hurts is locked in. So I just think, unfortunately, God, I hate to do it. I I just feel like we lose this one. I hope I'm wrong, but 
I don't know. I just I had that gut feeling one, pretty hard, pretty hard this this, this time. Is, this is the one. This is the one that I most hope you're wrong about. From all your <laughs> hope, hope I'm wrong. Here. I think I'm going to start a segment. We're going to start a segment on this show called "I Hope I'm Wrong." It's just going to be like one, two, three games <laughs> that Aaron picks picks wrong. You know, every every week and teams that he doesn't like. So, <laughs> exactly. what do you think? Uh, you know, let let us know. Shoot us a message on Twitter if you <laughs> think that's legit. We should we should do that. The I hope I'm wrong segment. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's very wise the Eagles rest hurts. Um, I, I could definitely see Minshew, you know, running this offense well. Eagles obviously like him. They paid him a lot to keep him as their backup, and they didn't want to let him go for, for good reason. Um, so it, it could be a game that the Eagles win. I think uh, with Miles Sanders in the backfield, honestly, you know, he could go off at any time. Yeah, Kenneth Gamewell, Boston Scott, they're going to get more action. The running backs are, are going to run. Uh, hot take here friend of mine brought this up and I, I thought it was absolutely fascinating so we saw how two weeks ago Sanders rushed for a career high last week Sanders rushed hardly at all my friend brought up this point which I think is an excellent point did the Eagles not run Sanders because they weren't sure if he was going to make the Pro Bowl they know they have to pay him there's more contract incentives to make the Pro Bowl were they trying to potentially keep him out of the Pro Bowl by not playing him obviously he made the pro bowl so is he going to get 20 30 carries this week i mean that's a hot state man i i love that point I, dude I, your friend should needs to come on the pod that's all i gotta say yeah no that. shout out shout out to shout out to roach he said that he will be on the pod um roach. Up one of these coming up one of these mondays roach just shout out to you buddy co-host wants you in the pod so we're gonna get your butt on here so <laughs> actually not not your butt you know what i'm saying you can get you on here <laughs> Don't don't oh, eat some burritos man. before the show. You know that's all I'll say. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. dude, that, okay. that's that's a that's an awesome point. Like, if that's the reason they didn't use them, and and there's legitimate, you know, a legitimate reason to to say that. Like, I, I definitely think that's why they didn't use them. You know what I mean? Like, it, it points to that. Um, I do think they'll try and run the ball here. I think they should, obviously, with not nothing away to take away from Minshew, but. Just get the run to set up the pass, set up the screen game, that type of yep. thing. Like, if we can just keep run Dak the ball off the field. Yeah, exactly. Keep Dak off the field, and, and if we can just control the uh, time of possession game, we'll we'll put ourselves in a chance to to win the game. So, I'm excited. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm excited for it. Um, it seems like we've been talking about this game for like forever now but it's finally <laughs> it's finally getting here so it's, it's finally here and we don't have the matchup that that everybody expected but <laughs> yeah we'll right. see how it goes we'll we'll enjoy it nonetheless good news For is sure. uh, dallas goddard is coming back to play in dallas so uh hopefully you know keep, knock some of the rust off for him and get ready for the playoffs moving forward so hopefully nobody on either team gets injured we want to see a good clean game uh on christmas eve and 100 percent Hopefully you're wrong and the Eagles come out with the win. I honestly I hope, don't know. To be completely honest, yeah, to be completely honest, that's a toss-up for me. I've talked to Cowboys fans who think that the Eagles are still going to win that game, and I've talked to Cowboys fans that think they're going to trounce the Eagles without Jalen Hurts. So is it a system team? Michael Parsons, is it the <laughs> system or is it Hurts? I guess we'll find out here on Sunday. Uh, so I'll say one thing, man. Like that that last Dallas game. I mean, I know you know we're we're sitting there with one loss. How how much nitpicking can we do? But I mean, they were in that game till the very last couple of minutes with Cooper Rush. So they play us tough, man. They the last couple of years, like I remember, you know, JD and I are are pretty close in age and and growing up, dude. We used to beat the living snot out of the Cowboys uh, most of the time. <laughs> I'll say most of the that time. That was fun. 
it's not like that anymore, man. Like Cowboys are right. They're right there. And, and we, it's just, we have a tough time with them. So especially in Dallas. So hopefully that, uh, that stops. Yes, sir. All right, man, before we get into the rest of these games here, I mean, it's Christmas time. It's, it's, as some people say, it's the best time of the year that, that this, that, and the third, but what is your, I'll ask you something. What, what's your famous Christmas cookie? I mean, there, there's a ton of options here. We're talking, uh, but uh, if you, if you had to just pick one, there's no other cookie on the, on the table. What, what do you have? <laughs> uh, my mind went somewhere. It shouldn't. Anyway, I'm, I'm picking a, I'm picking a Christmas PG, cookie. PG, PG show here. Uh, PG thirteen, my guy. Anyway, <laughs> um, if there's one Christmas, if there's one Christmas cookie on the table. Oh man, my mom ain't listening to this show, so we're good. Hey. We're good. Right. If there's one Christmas show on the cookie, <laughs> Christmas cookie on the table, gingerbread. <laughs> I'm taking gingerbread, gingerbread cookie. As long yeah. as the cookie's soft, you know. Make yeah, sure you, you can't put go wrong, the, dude. Gingerbread sure is put- like classic, dude. <laughs> Classic. Make sure you put that piece of like bread actually in you know the container with the gingerbread cookies so that they continue <laughs> to stay soft. I'm serious, bro. That's it a like hack. Sucks up the moist- it sucks up the moisture so the, the gingerbread cookies will stay soft. The you know for a long time it's dope because I don't like hard gingerbread cookies. They got to be soft. No, I mean got to be soft. So same boat. This, uh, this whole question went way different than I expected. <laughs> I didn't know what you're going to hit me with, but there you go. Yeah, All one right. Christmas cookie on the table. I'll, t- I'll tell you mine ginger. real quick, dude. I'll tell you. Only because I don't know what it's called. You probably – you might. You probably do. You're smarter uh, than me. Uh, so, uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, so it's like almost like a cinnamon base, right? But then you got the Hershey Kiss right in the middle of it. Right in the middle of that cookie. I'm talking about. <laughs> Can you make that sound? Can you make that sound again? It, it's like – Right there in the middle, splat. <laughs> so it just comes down nice with that soft cookie. It just sits right in there. I, I do not know what that is called. I agree that those are those are delicious. Yeah, anytime you throw a, a Hershey Kiss into a cookie, it just makes it makes Dude, it that much better. I could eat like five thousand. No, I'm not five hundred. I could eat five hundred. I'm pretty confident I could eat five hundred of those yeah, around five. Christmas time. Two, give me two weeks. I'll eat five hundred of them. That's fine. Five hundred. We get. I don't know how many downloads do we need for you to eat five. 500 Christmas cookies in that much time. Uh, How many downloads do you think we need? 100, 200? <laughs> dude, I'll do it for 100. I mean, if we can get 100, right. I'll, I'll eat them. Whatever. All right. like, it might kill friends, me, everybody. but it'll be worth it. You know what I mean? I might need a new co-host, but share with your friends. See if this man can eat that <laughs> many cookies in that period of time. Uh, I don't know who's buying them, but we'll figure that out later. Anyway, we'll, so, so, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll start a GoFundMe for that. We'll figure that out. There it's you go. Good. There you go. I think this conversation was definitely sweeter than the three games that are going to be going on this Christmas, bro. <laughs> on paper, at the beginning of the year, these games looked incredible. Now, you know, you might as well fall asleep or or hang out with your great aunt Martha because oh. we got the four and ten Broncos and the four and ten Rams. Um, yeah, you got you got the uh, that, that's the four thirty at eight twenty. You got the Bucks and the Cardinals. That that's just absolutely pathetic. We got Trace McSorley. <laughs> Against Tom Brady, go Cardinals. Um, the only game, yeah, right. Go Cardinals. Um, the uh, I'm sorry, we got no the Monday night game. There's this three on Christmas and then uh, one the 26. My apologies. Um, yeah, then the uh, Packers and the Dolphins, the one o'clock game. Now that one, that one's worth tuning into. 
you know, the six and eight Packers who are not mathematic, mathematically, <laughs> mathematically eliminated. I must have had too many Christmas cookies before the show because now they're kicking in. <laughs> Woo. Anyway, oh. um, they are not they are not mathematically eliminated um, from the playoffs. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers obviously wants to go out, you know, strong, strong um, end to the season. Six and eight. You know, Dolphins at eight and six, but on a major skid. Now, they do play this game in Miami. It's going to be hot. Um or, or warm, I should say, hot compared to what they just played in, in Buffalo. <laughs> that's going to be a good game. That's that's really honestly the only game that I I will tune in for at all uh, on Christmas. We actually plan on on doing a Christmas show, everybody. I'm not sure exactly what time, but because of the snoozer games, we might just hop on, you know, mid afternoon and and uh, dissect that Packers Dolphins game as well as go over the the more exciting games. Obviously on Saturday, got some got some good ones there, but. Going into that game, Packers and Dolphins. Who do you got one in that one, man? Who do you trust? You got Tua just got God. Pro Bowl snubbed. Is he going to come out playing pissed? Is he going to throw go off? You know, go off the handle, or, or we got A Rod coming out and then and doing doing what you know he's capable of doing on the big stage once again. Dude, I feel I, you're gonna might be shocked when I'm saying this. I feel like the the Packers find a way to win this game. I I just it doesn't make it doesn't sense. shock me at all. It does uh, not shock me at all. <laughs> I I just Tua is I'm sorry, Tua is Tua. I still will take Rogers over Tua, even in Rogers' declining state and with the receivers he has. Rogers um, declining state. <laughs> uh that's great. Uh man, I, I just the Dolphins are, are a team uh fran I should say a franchise in altogether that I do not have zero trust in. Just like I, I have zero trust in the Packers the second they hit the playoffs, but uh, up until then, I will uh, ride with them. You know, even though they're they're having such a down season, like I I feel like they go into Miami and find a way to win this game. You know, it's going to be nice for them to play in some like fairly decent weather for once. I mean, playing in that in that tundra. I mean, I know that's their their bread and butter, but it can't feel good Damn getting move. off of. Dude, I mean, getting hit on that, getting. Thrown to the ground on that field cannot feel good, even for a second. So, uh, I I just I don't have trust in Tua. I think they're sliding at the worst possible time, and I think they're going to continue to slide this week. I look for the Packers to go in there and and win a close game, uh, but win regardless. That your third your third pick them is Packers over the over the um the Finns here is what I'm hearing. Is that correct, sir? Uh, I'm going to take the Browns as my third pick them over the Saints. I, oh. I Ooh, okay, a game nobody cares about. Nobody cares about it. Over the Saint. I think Deshaun uh, falls reason... out for the first time. Okay, I was I was gonna say is that is that because you have more faith in Deshaun Watson and you you want to see it, what he does? You know, each week he's getting a little better. It seems. Yeah, I think he just. I think for whatever reason he flips the switch this week um, and has the best week yet. I mean, Saints are just god awful on offense most of the time. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I go Brownies this week. Browns. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I de- definitely disagree with you. I think the Dolphins coming out firing from the gates. I think the Dolphins are going to beat the Packers. Uh, I see where you're coming from, but uh, I disagree. I think two is coming out. He's going to be pissed. Um, <laughs> obviously, Tyree Kill does does not want to miss the playoffs. He wants to wants a shot at the Kansas City Chiefs. He's made that abundantly clear. Jalen Waddle. I, I think they go they go bonkers. I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, still throws for for a touchdown or two, but I, I would see. Um, my bets are not safe bets, so don't take it to the bank. But uh, I would definitely take the Dolphins in this one by at least a touchdown. I think they get back into a bit of the form they had earlier in the year. 
uh, as crunch time hits and they you know, secure a playoff spot here moving forward and then they'll hit the playoffs and probably lose. But until then, I think they're going to be firing at a lot better pace, you know, on all their cylinders because they, they almost pulled that one out against Buffalo in Buffalo in the snow. If it weren't for uh, Mr. Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things, we'd be looking at a totally different um, set up here in the division and, and uh, in the playoff race. So Dolphins over the Packers. That's not actually my third pick. My third pick is going to go to Monday. Our old buddy, Nick Foles, is going to be playing for the Colts. Going to be playing for the Colts, man. They're just throwing anybody in there, man. (laughs) I mean, I'm picking, I'm picking Colts over the Chargers. The Chargers are perennial underachievers. So that that's a game that uh, if you have an extra ten bucks and you don't care to lose, but you might make a hundred off of it, throw it on the Colts. Um, I, I see, you know, for them just doing something crazy and Nick Foles finding a way to to win that game. Um, and I'm not going to say I hope I'm wrong, but I probably will be wrong. Uh, I do know the Chargers choke a lot. Justin Herbert, fun fact that, that last week, you know, he passed a uh, four thousand yards, became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for. 4,000 yards in his first three seasons, wow. um, which is pretty impressive. So, by the <laughs> way, I just got to go with my old boy, you know, Nick Foles. Shout out to him. You know, if Matt Ryan couldn't do it, uh, maybe Nick Foles can. He sure isn't going to blow a 33-point lead. That's for darn sure. <laughs> uh, dude, that's great. This guy absolutely heaps the praises of Justin Herbert and then tells – and then proceeds to tell you he's going to lose. I love it. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. It is what Brutal. it is. So, <laughs> always, always wrap it up here. Our picks. You are seven and two. Um, going to this week, I'm five, three, and one, which is technically five and four, but I don't care. I'm keeping that one. So, we got Aaron with the Panthers over the Lions in an upset, Steelers over the Raiders, and then the Brownies over the Saints. I got the Texans over the Titans in an upset, the Giants over the Vikings, another upset, and the Colts and the Chargers and and another upset. So I'm going upset Sunday. I'm trying to get to, to eight and three moving forward. So I guess we'll see how see how that plays out for me. Don't take those picks to the bank unless you have money to lose, but you're welcome if they win. Anyway, <laughs> so who are we shouting out today, Aaron, to end out the show? Uh, you know, we gotta gotta give our holiday shout outs to as as always, fourteen twenty. Um those guys are, are just off and running as always like great, great show. Um, their last one was pretty, had a lot of funny moments in it. So check that out. Uh, check out a uh, fan in the van, Jim over there at fan in the van, uh, definitely a, a passionate Steelers fan and, and a Yankees fan and, and, and everything else. But he, uh, I know he'll be pulling, he'll, he'll be watching every minute of that Steelers game. So I'm rooting for them, you know, for him as well this weekend. Uh, do it for Franco and, and everything else. So th- them and, and uh, level the playing field as always check those guys out. Uh, once again, up there in Canada with, with uh 1420, hopefully you guys don't freeze to death. It's like minus 40 or something <laughs> with the wind chill up there. It's like, I don't even know how you survive in that weather, but uh, hopefully, hopefully their Wi-Fi, hopefully their Wi-Fi is top tier because you know, we don't want them to miss being able to put out a show. That's for sure. Dude, Definitely like, doing some good things there. Real, real funny guys up there, you know, Go chill out with the Canadians. Check out their podcast. Um, so we're signing anything... off now. <laughs> no, dude, I, I just don't know how anything works in that cold of weather. I just, besides the point, they got to, you know, <laughs> they definitely have frozen Christmas cookies. We can, we can say that. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to sign off here. We'll catch you guys on Christmas. 
appreciate y'all. Have a, a merry, merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you then. Have a good night, everyone. Peace. We'll talk to you before the new year. Peace.